0: Now it's time to take a sports break, a look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your place for all things great in sports history. And welcome to another edition of your sports break, as we are going to talk about some of the greatest events and people in sport associated with April 8th. But before we do, let's make sure we mention our newsletter. It comes out each and every day, 6.30 a.m., tells you everything is going on, many of the things we're talking about today and more uh, from things from the Pigpen and PigskinDispatch.com, JerseyDispatch.com, SportsHistoryNetwork.com, Orville Mulligan, our audio drama, and so many more things that come up that we want to make sure you get it each and every day delivered to your email inbox. So easy to sign up for. Go to the show notes and go to the email subscription bar and a little link there, and it'll take you right into two questions that you have to answer. Or go to the top of pigskindispatch.com or jerseydispatch.com. So easy to Get a, be a part of it, and you can cancel daytime, and it is totally 100% free. Now, our pigskindispatch.com uh, news of the day: we have some great football news to cover. April 8, 1943. That is a day when uh, Frank Sinkwich from the University of Georgia was the first pick by the Detroit Lions at the 1943 NFL Draft. Now, Frank had won the Heisman Trophy in 1942, playing for the University of Georgia, making him the first recipient from the Southeastern Conference of that great award. And he was the first Georgia Bulldog and first Heisman winner outside of the United States. Sinkwich was born in Croatia, uh, and that was when his parents... Parents immigrated to America earlier in his childhood, and the Heisman.com website states that Frank was a two-time all-pro selection with the Detroit Lions in 1943 and 1944, but a knee injury in 1945 essentially ended his professional career, and he later served as a head coach of a Erie Pennsylvania professional team in nineteen forty-nine. We're gonna have to dig in more on that one uh, here in my hometown, what team he might have been coaching. Now on this date in 1945 at the 1945 NFL entry draft, Charlie Trippi from the University of Georgia, another Bulldog, was the first pick by the Chicago Cardinals. Now, Charlie was the subject of an early pro football bidding war as the AAFC's New York Yankees even had called for a press conference to announce that Trippi was their newest member when Chicago Cardinals owner Charles M. Bidwell, I'm sorry, Charles W. Bidwell, senior, announced that Chicago had signed Trippie to a four-year contract worth more than $100,000. For those days, the size of the contract was stunning news and a big breakthrough in the interleague war. Uh, Trippy's acquisition completed Bidwell's quest for the dream backfield. Now, we've uh, got a lot more uh, over on When Football Was Football on Sports History Network, as our friend Joe Ziemba is a big-time uh, advocate of Charlie Trippy because you know a lot of what he talks about is the history of the Chicago Cardinals. Now, on April 8, 1966, we had a man that was only 36 years old becoming the commissioner of of the American Football League, the rival of the NFL. His name was Al Davis. He started off as a Raiders exec and coach and uh, ended up owning that team, was a commissioner of the AFL, and was a big proponent of making the merger happen with the National Football League and Super Bowls and everything that goes on with that. So a big day for the American Football League and the NFL with Al Davis uh, joining as a commissioner in that year. Uh, in 1976, on April 8th, Leroy Selman from the University of Oklahoma became the first pick in the NFL Draft by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in that 1976 NFL Draft. And on April 8th, 2004, Steve Biscotti took over as the controlling owner of the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, on this day, seceding Art Modell, who operated the franchise for 43 years in both Cleveland as the former Browns and a newly named franchise in Baltimore. Now, April 8th, 2015, Sarah Thomas became the first female to be assigned as a full-time NFL officiating uh, official. She got assigned to an officiating crew. Uh, Thomas was also the first female in stripes to work an NFL postseason game at the 2018 AFC Divisional Round between the Patriots and the Chargers, according to an NFL.com article. Now, we have some football birthdays this day. And April 8th, 1924, Notre Dame's uh, position flexible end and tackle, Jim Martin, was born. He ended up uh, you know, being a, a great asset to the Fighting Irish, and he ended up uh, going in, playing in the NFL and the WFL, uh, served in the U.S. Marines during World War II, and was inducted an, into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1995. We have more uh, about Jim Martin on Pigskin Dispatch. Also, April 8th, 1955, another College Football Hall of Famer, Southern Cal's stellar running back, Ricky Bell, celebrated his arrival in this life. And he uh, ended up going on uh, to be a tremendous, tremendous uh, back for the USC Trojans. Uh, our friend Rick Schmelter has talked about him endlessly when we had our Rose Bowl era. In 1975, he led the nation in rushing with 1,875 yards and became a unanimous All-American and placed third in the Heisman voting that year. He ended up going into the College Football Hall of Fame in 2003, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers drafted him in 1977's NFL draft using the number one overall pick. In April 8, 1967, in Terre Haute, Indiana, The tough Indiana Hoosier runner Anthony Thompson was born. And, you know, he was an impressive runner in college. And he ended up going into the College Football Hall of Fame as well. Uh, That is back in 2007 when he went in there. So uh, some great birthdays of Hall of Famers there. But we're not done with birthdays of Hall of Famers. We have lots of Hall of Fame birthdays coming out today, April 8th. Uh, 1946 was the birthday of Catfish Hunter. He was born in Hartford, North Carolina, and Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher uh, was born there. His formal name was James Augustus Hunter, and he was nicknamed Catfish at an early age, uh, playing in the Major League Baseball from 1965 to 1979 as a pitcher for the Kansas City slash Oakland Athletics, and later on, the New York Yankees uh, won five World Series uh, a Cy Young Award, an ERA title, and uh, one of the greatest players ever in Major League Baseball history to wear number 27 jersey. Catfish Hunter, born this day. In the basketball realm, John Havlicek was born April 8, 1940. Uh, the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame legendary forward a little bit of guard Havlicek spent his entire NBA career with the Boston Celtics helping the franchise and winning eight NBA championships including the first four after he became a pro yeah his rookie year and the three years after that the Boston Celtics uh, won the championships you know Havlicek was a part of that but Bill Russell and others uh, great teams for the Celtics back then and Uh, We have uh, Gary Carter uh, was also born on this day, a great catcher. He was born April 8th, 1954 baseball hall of fame catcher Gary Carter that is uh, he played a little bit of right field and first base and left field and he uh, started off with the Montreal Expos in 1975 uh, through 84 played with the Mets uh, for four years won a World Series with the, that great team uh, return, made a return trip to the Expos in 1992 the San Francisco Giants in 1990 and the Los Angeles Dodgers in 1991 18 total seasons uh, for his career he had non-baseball Percentage of 439 with 324 career home runs, and he won three gold glove uh, seasons uh, at catcher uh, as being the best at position in the field. And that, that's just some tremendous items. Uh, and we've got some news also. April 8th, 1963, the Detroit Tigers claimed pitcher Denny McClain, who wore number 34, for them that season, off waivers from the Chicago White Sox. And what a great pickup it was as McLean went right on to win the Cy Young Award in 1968 and 69 and the American League Most Valuable Player in 1968. On April 1974, Hank Aaron, wearing that number 44, belted his major league record-breaking 715th home run to surpass Babe Ruth's long-standing record for the career base clearers. Al Downing of the Los Angeles Dodgers was the pitcher he struck the memorable shot over the wall from. There's your trivia answer today. April 8, 1980, the New York Islanders, Dennis Potkin's number five. I scored two shorthanded goals to tie an NHL record versus the Los Angeles Kings and set an NHL record of two shorthanded playoff goals in just one period. Tremendous uh, there from the world of hockey. And as we're staying in hockey, we get this next information from VintageHockeyJerseys.net. April 8, 1981, the great one, number 99, Wayne Gretzky, had five assists in a historic game for the Edmonton Oilers. This was the playoff opener for the second-year NHL franchise at the historic Montreal Forum. Now, April 8th, 1993, the Washington Capitals lost 4-3 to the Philadelphia Flyers at the Spectrum in Philadelphia. Sylvain Cote had a single goal his 20th of the season for Washington as the Capitals became the first team in National Hockey League history to have three defensemen score 20 goals in one season. Cote had 20, Al Lafrette had 25, and Kevin Hatcher had Had the most on the team, uh, two dozen of them, uh, with just a tremendous scoring from that back line. NBA.com tells us about some more basketball history. We've talked a little bit about it already. but April 8, 1978, the Buffalo Braves played their final home game in Buffalo, losing to the New York Knicks 118-107. That franchise moved to San Diego and changed its name to the Clippers uh, the year after, 1979. And the Clippers have since moved to Los Angeles, where we know them as the L.A. Clippers. April eighth, nineteen 1989, the Denver Nuggets star Alex English passed the 2,000-point mark during his Nuggets 110-106 victory over the Utah Jazz. Uh, Alex English became the first player in NBA history to record eight straight seasons of scoring 2,000 points. Or more, that's uh, putting up some big totals. April eighth, nineteen ninety six, George McLeod of the Dallas Mavericks set a then single season record for three point attempts when he attempted his six hundred and twelfth from beyond the arc that year. He finished the season uh, trying to shot from long range six hundred and seventy eight times from behind that big arc. Uh, but to, to this, put this into perspective here a little bit. Just think about you know what the era was. That was a lot, and that was a record, 678. But James Harden in 2018, 2019, you know, some 20 years later, attempted 1,023 three-pointers to set the latest record. Went almost uh, 400 uh, shots, long-range shots, more than Alex English. I'm sorry, sorry than George McLeod did uh, back in 1996. How? what much things have changed uh over the years that is uh, definitely sure now finally april 8 2017 damon lillard of the portland trailblazers scored 59 points and a 101 to 86 victory over the utah jazz and that was a tremendous victory there and uh, our final stop today for this April 8th, we're going to go to the 80sbaseball.com. Our friend Jay Daniels has some great items there that he always lets us share. And uh, he's going to talk about some birthdays from the, the 80s. Uh, you know, uh, Mr. Uh, Roger Holt, who played a little bit in ma- Major League Baseball. Uh, we had an umpire, Randy Marsh, was born this day in... Uh, Baseball history and also an April 8th birthday wish to John Hiller, who uh, made his debut in 1965 and uh, ended up having some heart troubles, uh, ended his career. Uh, also, Alex Sanchez was another 80s baseball player, played with the Blue Jays uh, in the 80s. he His birthday is April 8th. We had some big trades, uh, the Red Sox. Uh, traded Dick Drago to Seattle for Manny Sar- Uh Drago was goes four and six for the uh, Mariners in his final big league season, and uh, we also had the White Sox sign Al Habrowski as a free agent on this day in 19. Eighty-three, And that is your sports history for this April 8th, your sports break. And we're so glad that you were able to join us. Uh, we thank the vintage hockey jerseys.com, eighties, baseball.com, NBA.com uh, on this day. And as well as the sports reference websites of, you know, pro football, uh, reference.com baseball reference hockey reference and basketball reference.com great job by all those sites make sure you visit them and uh, you know share them the love and you'll learn a lot from uh, about sports history from these great sites and the information that they share so we hope you'll join us again tomorrow as we will bring you some more great sports history until then have a great sports history day We're dribbling around and see the shot clock's almost out, so we got to put up our shot and come back tomorrow for some more great sports history. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all your daily sports history.